Um, sorry about that. I'm, I feel no, like don't be silly. for that long. No, 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 don't okay. be silly. Anyway. Um, hi, I'm Eric. And I'm Lauren. And you're listening to Podcast Podcast. The podcast that talks about how great podcasts are. How self-obsessed. Day of the Dead, Whoa, Eric. Well, I feel bad because this is not going out on Halloween, but we're recording no, this the day but after. But I care Halloween. about myself. That's true. And for my personal being, Picture it is November first. One week earlier. Um, did you do anything fun for Halloween? Uh, we were in Philly this weekend, oh. so we were at a, an engagement party, but it was well, not a dress-up engagement party. Oh, yeah. So. We, our friend had a wedding, and and um, another friend was like, I, I'm coming in costume, right? And the bride was like, I will kill you. <laughs> Do oh, yeah. not come in costume. Um, I was mostly asking you, and I didn't care about your answer, but oh, I wanted yeah, I know. to tell you about what I did for well, Halloween. And we'll move on now. <laughs> so, first clip. Oh. No! What? Tell me, tell me. That's my spookiest nightmare. Someone not listening to all my <laughs> stories. Is- that is literally <laughs> our nightmare. It is. Um, so some friends came over and we watched um, uh, Happy Death Day. <gasps> Wait, have you seen it though? I, I wanted Not to talk to you about yet. it. Not yet. Okay. It's, it was fun. It was fun to watch in that setting when you can like talk over it. It was a good time. We saw the Florida Project. Oh, you did? Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I know. It was, it's funny because at first I was like, is this, I don't like kids that much. No. And I was like, is this whole thing just going to be following around kids? And I was like, I was like, I'm going to be the only person in the world that doesn't love this movie. Right. Pretty quick. I was like, wait, this is the best thing ever. Like I, I, because the kids, I don't know. Do you think that they fed the kids lines or like, we're just, cause I was like, wait, this isn't just following regular kids around. This is like the hysterical children that like, that's exactly what me and Alan were saying. Like how much of this was just them being kids and how much footage is on the cutting room floor (laughs) of like boring. It feels so naturalistic. Yeah. I honestly, oh man, the mom and the, what is his name? The guy that owns the hotel, like they, all the characters could have had their own spin-off movie they're incredible yeah so stop listening if you don't want it's not a spoiler about the plot of the film but just like about the context of the film um so you should stop if you haven't watched it because you should all go watch it so the woman who plays like the mom um she had never acted before mm-hmm. the director found her on instagram amazing and she's so good and, and i can't wait like to see what those kids wrong. do it's really good and it's i don't really, really i'm not a big movie person it's yeah. beautiful it is I told you, it reminded me of how I felt oh, when I watched Moonlight. I know what you mean. Oh. I honestly considered making it my segment segment again, oh, but now I don't have to well, because we've we still celebrated about it. it. And everyone listening has watched it. it makes me so. so happy. I want to put my fingers oh, on my nose. He, is, he does have like a sharp object near his eyeball. I'm nervous. I'm too excited oh. for safety. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I have... I have derailed us, but I'm so glad we got. We both back saw to the great Project. movies. Yeah. yeah. Well. Well, I'll talk. We'll talk. One of us saw a great movie, and the other one of us saw a fun movie. <laughs> Unless we want to tr- turn this into the movie review podcast, oh my I gosh. think we should get into show nuts. I've considered turning this into a movie review podcast. Really? Because like, that last review we did was like unlike anything you hear anywhere else. Honestly, it was like better than Roger Ebert. I know. Like we've, We're on to something. Anyway, <laughs> there's a lot of spinoff ideas from what we have going on here, so stay tuned, guys. You never know what we're going to come up with next. And if there's anything I know about us, it's that we're really good at being like critical and interesting. <laughs> Rob yes. just like, it made me feel sad. <laughs> yes. Okay, what are our show notes? Uh, 
rate us on iTunes and yep. tell your friend, tell a friend. Just tell a friend who you think might like podcasts, might like um, being tipped off to fun podcasts, and just like hit, hit those five stars. It really helps us in the iTunes algorithm. It helps us crawl from number six million and one mm-hmm. to six million. Do we actually know like our number ranking? No. I bet it's not as bad as six million, but yeah. it's probably in that realm. I, I do hope we're. There's a lot. In the top I'm, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't podcasts. hurt my feelings. There's a lot of it's them true. out there. It's so true, and yeah. they're all great. Mm-hmm. Some of them are great. Yeah, some of them are all great. Um, call the big listen, please. Please. It's just 202-885-POD1. That's 202-885-POD1. Or email the big listen. Email just big listen at WAMU.org and tell them we're great. But don't tell them we sent you. Just be like, <laughs> this is on my own. I was not coerced. Hey, I was just <laughs> thinking no one told me to. I've never even listened to the podcast, right. but I thought it might be good. Yeah. Um, what else? Um. Okay, so... Last episode, I mentioned I got a Hotmail account, and I did, and I was like, if anyone emails me, I will send them something stolen from Eric's home. Well, (laughs) you were the only one to email me, and I actually don't know if you know. You emailed me first. Yeah, I know. I didn't realize it until much later, because it said sent from my Hotmail account, and I didn't see it until much later. Yeah. (laughs) so, So right now, my Hotmail account is literally my, like... Eric portal like it's like wait are I you just, still emailing me from it I mean no oh, okay, like good. it's just that one chain we have oh, okay, but like good. I constantly I, it's literally an open tab all day I'm just like waiting for <laughs> someone to email me and it's so far it's only been you okay so guys, I'm gonna so steal something from your house and give it to you Lauren Passell P-A-S-S-E-L-L at hotmail.com yeah and I'm waiting. You will win a prize of something stolen from my home. How great is that apartment? Like oh, there's good stuff. There's some good stuff. Yeah. Um, and some of the stuff is like djj woo gifts which are classy as fuck no, they can't have those that's oh. my nicest stuff okay okay fine <laughs> they can have the crap that i've picked out um i also wanted to um introduce maybe a new segment we'll see how it goes with okay. everyone okay. um but uh my friend josh just uh, he lives in philly and he got a new job in pittsburgh uh-huh so but he's gonna be his uh fiance lives in philly so he's gonna be driving back and forth and i was oh like my stars. i'm gonna start a new segment just for josh it's called the josh road trip segment <gasps> can where we ca- can we call it joshing around oh yes because like he's going around oh in the my car God. and his name is josh now we have to have the segment because we have a great name i know we have the best name oh who my cares gosh. if it's who not cares what content? the co- content yeah okay but josh so around. i basically just like one thing that he can think about for six hours while mm, he's driving i love that um so the first one um i didn't put too much thought into it because i'm not sure if this is going to stick okay. but um, Josh, if you're listening, and you better be, because I told you that we were going to be doing this, mm-hmm. and I am a, a woman of my word. Yeah. Um, just want you to think about the fact that uh, Walt Disney World is twice the size of the island of Manhattan. What? There you go. Think about that. Think about that for six hours, and then come back to me and tell me what uh, experiences you had in your mind and how this affected your trip and anything you learned about yourself. I genuinely love this segment. And to show my enthusiasm for it, can I add a special Halloween addendum to Josh and around yes, this, this episode? Yes, you may. So, Josh, hey, we hung out at a wedding once. <laughs> Lauren's wedding, in it's fact. It's true, yeah. <laughs> um, how you doing? Um, uh, I would like to add for you to think about on your road trip, um, graveyards. Oh, yeah. Hold your breath for sure. So many. Hold your breath when you're passing graveyards. But also, so many people are buried there. Now it's really expensive to get a plot of land. Are, do you think graveyards would be a thing in the future? Like, what about mausoleums? Like, just just think on graveyards. Wow, I think yours is better than mine. 
there's no way. Maybe we can both add one and he can tell us which one he likes the best. Ooh, that's kind of a fun, it's a competition. Yeah. And we'll find out who won the previous week each we're time. We're not very competitive no, yet on this show. So this is, this is starting it up. There haven't been enough things to pit us against each other. Right, but now here we go. We... <laughs> We find ways to pit ourselves against each other. Yeah, Like the movie true. Mother <laughs> oh, and Hamilton. Okay. Started. Maybe we won't go there. That's been Josh and Around. Do, 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 do. <laughs> um, okay. And one more quick thing. Yeah. Okay. So there's this podcast I love called Natch Butte. Have you heard of it? Didn't we feature a clip or no? Did we just talk about I it? I feel like I've talked about it because I'm so obsessed with it. Yeah. Um, it's um, Jackie Johnson is this comedian and she, she's hysterical uh-huh. her voice i would listen to her read anything <laughs> she has a beauty podcast i'm not into beauty stuff but yeah. she that's how good she is yeah you it's, it's amazing so anyway she was saying on a podcast one time that she doesn't she wish she read more so i was like oh my god this is my in so i i work for at a publishing house so i sent her a bunch of books for her dog and her husband who loves horror and Aww. i like t- I've been going back and forth with her and we just published this book this famous makeup book called Making Faces by Kevin Aquan, who has mm. passed away, but it's like the iconic makeup book. Like he was totally. the makeup artist of Whitney Houston yes. and like Julia Roberts. Yes. It's a famous, famous book. So she, you know, anyway, it's, we, I talked to her about it and sent her copies and we did a sweepstakes on her podcast. Oh my gosh. So you can go enter the contest right now. And I'm going to play a little clip about her talking about it. Um, she did a really good job talking about the book. There's two different places at the very beginning. I'm taking you to the end of the podcast mm-hmm. where she talks about the book with her guest, who is Allie Ward, who I also love. Mm-hmm. But I think it's also a good example of how like this was like basically a free advertisement for my company, but I'm giving her something too. And it's not, um, it's very organic uh, advertising because it's yeah. like they're just raving about this book right. and I didn't tell them to say these things so anyway take a quick listen have you ever heard of Kevin O'Quan? of course of course you have I ain't know people who the only book on their bookshelves was faces well it's funny book. funny you should say that yes have you it <gasps> you have it oh my god not only do I have it but I'm handing one to you <gasps> can I see it it's yours what Are you serious? Where'd you get this? Let me read you something in my email, okay? I've been emailing with a sweet little honey, okay? She works for a publishing company, and she sent me a very lovely email because she said, Jackie, you said on the pod you want to read more. Wow. She sent me a box of books (gasps) from her publishing company. Their company happens to publish Making Faces by Kevin O'Quan. Stop it. Which happens to be celebrating in the month of October... It's 20th anniversary. This is a really, this is actually a very, very important makeup history book. It definitely is. And listen to this. We're giving away a bunch of them to some Nashville honeys. Me and my friend here, Lauren. So I'm going to put the details in the intro of this episode. So you've probably already heard it. So I'm just going to leave it. But basically, we're going to do a fun contest. I'm going to give away one grand prize, both of Kevin O'Quan's books, plus the palette, the 20th anniversary palette of Kevin O'Quan, and then we're going to give away five other set of books to some honeys. That's so genius. I know. They love it. and, and like, I didn't tell them to say those things. That's so, so great. Yeah, and it's like so fun. I, I love her. So listen to Natch Butte. It's, even if you don't think you're going to like it, she you're going to love her so much you listen to her say anything. I even tried a face mask because of her. I love it. Mm-hmm. Speaking of challenging people to listen to podcasts. <gasps> Oh yeah! Podcast challenge time. That was new. Yeah. Oh, I liked it. Mm, me too. We're we're really trying new things on this episode. Lots. <laughs> 
All right, so what did you challenge me to listen to last week? A funny feeling. Um, which, for folks who don't remember, A Funny Feeling is a podcast where hosts Betsy Sidaro, who you would recognize, like she's been in everything. Google her face and you'll be like, ah. You know her, yeah. yeah. I, I know her from um, Lady Dynamite and Superstore. And Marcy Jaro, who's a UCB comedian. So they have like their comedian friends come on and tell their own spooky stories and like paranormal experiences, blah, 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 blah. So, okay, you already have a Mary Holland episode, this this episode. Yes. A podcast with her on it. So I decided not to listen to the one with Mary Holland. Fair enough. But I did listen to episode four, Dad's Premonition with Darcy Carden, because I'm obsessed with Darcy Carden. I didn't know that. She's brilliant. So you guys started watching The Good Place. Yeah. She plays Janet. Oh, I didn't put that together. You know, the like, the sort of like robot I did like, not put that together. She is genius and she's even funnier in season two of The Good Place. So I love Darcy Carden. So this is like a total oh bonus. Oh my gosh. Okay, y'all, I love this <gasps> podcast. Yes! I love it. I love it, love it, love it. Um, okay, so I listened to it yesterday, which, Perfect. As, if you'll remember, Halloween. was Halloween. Halloween. Um, so scary. Darcy tells one crazy story i haven't listened to this episode yet so this is exciting yeah and and you guys should all go listen to it too again it's called um a funny feeling and this is episode four but she tells this story where she and her family were christmas shopping about to check out and her dad kind of panicked was like we gotta go like we've got to get out of here her mom was like what are you talking about like no like we're about to check out this is a busy christmas mall like come on and he insisted he like grabbed the stroller and like started leaving in a hurry they got to the parking lot just in time to see a small plane crash into the mall oh my gosh like right where they were wow talk about a funny feeling so this so if you don't like ghost stories it's stuff like that too it's just like sort of paranormal like unexplained i wish i knew what was going through her father's head like what i want to know exactly right what he was thinking he probably doesn't even remember she didn't go into a ton of detail but she said at the time he did say he just had a bad feeling that something was going to happen and they had to get out of there i mean you hear about this kind of thing where people don't get on planes those stories are so weird because i never have those feelings i know ever well here's the thing i do feel like people in general have um instincts that we ignore because it's not logical or rational yeah do you know what i mean and i think we're just kind of used to ignoring those things yeah what would happen? What would the world be like? If we all just tapped into one day, those instincts? we just listened to our instincts. Yeah. It would be a new world. Well, and that's where I think a mother's instinct comes into play. Like the idea of, quote, a mother's instinct. Because mothers and parents have to sort of be so aware of each thing. And they're thinking through each scenario and what could happen and blah, 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 blah. And so maybe they're just clued in a little bit more yeah. to that instinct. And a dad would too. Yeah. I mean, a good dad. A good dad, depending. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, Darcy's dad was. So overall rating, um, I kind of wish there was a higher ratio of spooks per minute, but I totally loved it. I'm so glad. The hosts are so funny, uh, like really very funny. And I could listen to Darcy Carden read the phone book. Oh my gosh. Obsessed. Ah, I love that you love it. And and it's so exciting when a new podcast starts like this. Yes. I sent in a story, by the way. You did not. I did too. Did you send in the one about your mother? Yes. And when she was lying in bed. Cross your fingers. I love that one. Yeah. Okay. Um, I also like they have audio clips. People send them audio clips. Yes. And then they, yeah. And they like talk over the audio clips. So it's like so good. The first time it happened, I was like. Who are they talking to now? Like, yeah. I thought it was a conversation, but no, they like, just play a spooky. listener's clip no. and then talk over it. Yeah. Very smart. It's hysterical. Yeah. Um, okay. 
Do you want my challenge for yeah. you? Oh, get ready for this. Don't make me jump on the trampoline. <laughs> I told you that sounds like a fun challenge. No. Ugh. Ugh. Agree to disagree. Um, okay, your challenge. I, I was determined to find one that you had not listened to okay. because the last couple you had. I know. I'm a little nervous, but I've been listening to fewer podcasts, so I. Ooh. Is that okay I, to say here? I okay. can't. I can't really support that necessarily, okay. but I do hope that it's means still you haven't listened a lot. To it. Okay. Obviously. Um, okay. Sincerely X. It's a podcast from Ted, like Ted Talks. Yes, about mistakes or bad things people have done. It's ringing a bell. So the the concept is like it's stories told anonymously. Reason being like whether someone like, like ethical what, decisions is this? I well, feel like it, it kind of depends. So for some people, it's like the story is too painful and they want to keep themselves anonymous. Or for some people, it's like potentially dam- damaging to reveal them as the source, which is so interesting. Um, it's kind of like the moth crossed with post secret. Yeah. And you love Post Secrets, so I and thought you might love this. Yeah. yeah. No, this is like ringing a bell, but I haven't like gone into it. So, so you may have perfect. like seen it, but yeah, you yeah, haven't yeah, listened yeah, yeah. yet. Love I think it. you're really going to love also, it. Also, do you have an episode for me? Here's the thing. So I didn't pick a specific episode because there were three that I <gasps> think you might really like, but I want you to choose. Okay. So um, the ones that looked intriguing to me were Equality Executive, okay. Rural Woman, and Mood Changer. Rural Woman. Uh, that's that the, the one, one I was wanted? most excited about. Okay, perfect. You okay. have to listen to Rural Woman. Again, the podcast is Sincerely X, um, as in like TEDx. Um, let me know how it is, okay? Oh my gosh, I will. I'm so excited. See you next week. Wait, wait, don't go anywhere. We're still podcasting. Oh, okay. okay. Well, I thought I was done. No. Far All right, I it. guess we'll keep going. Thank you. That sounds fun. Yay. Should we jump into... Our sponsor? Yes. And now, a word from our sponsor, Thursday Boot. We bitch about meal planning and nutrition bar planning a lot on this PCAST, but can I have a minute to complain about wardrobe planning? How am I supposed to be expected to get dressed every day? I don't live with my mom anymore, and my husband has enough problems dressing himself. Listen, we sure are adults, but that doesn't mean we're skilled at deciding what we should be draped in our hot bods every day. Thursday Boot is here to completely 100% solve that problem. Well, I mean, kind of. They have one of the... They have one day of the week taken care for you, and only the boots part. (laughs) But imagine not having to think about what to put on your feet one day every week. Visit thursdayboot.com and choose your size and preferred style. Construction worker boots, rain boots, boots that go up to your thighs, yes please, boots with a bunch of dirt still on them from the last person... Then, every Thursday morning at 4 a.m., a booty call boy or girl will come to your apartment and slide some boots onto your feet while you're sleeping. So when you wake up, you're ready to go for the whole day. Just go to bed with the boots on, and your booty call boy or girl will return and take the boots off in the middle of the night. Kind of creepy? Sure. But Thursday Boots thought long and hard about this, and really, there is no other way to do this, okay? By the way, you're only entering your preferred style at the beginning of the process. I must note that although I have requested sexy velour booties for 13 months straight, I always get construction boots with dirt still on them. But I mean, maybe Thursday Boot knows better what I better what I need than I do. Probably. This service is free because the booty call boys and girls are actually people with foot fetishes. So they're actually paying Thursday Boot to be able to do this. It's a great symbiotic system. Thanks, Thursday Boot. I really like how symbiotic it is and how, you know, it's like we're into recycling these days. Yeah, it's like totally, saving everyone time. Totally. 
and like I said, I I thought my track was sexy velour booties, but You're it wrong. turns out the the leftover dirt actually works on me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> Thanks, Thursday boot. Thanks, Thursday boot. Are you ready for clip one? Uh, I'm so ready. Okay. Um, this is from the Doughboys. Uh, do you listen to the Doughboys? I've not listened to it before this, but um, I will now. Well, it's a podcast that reviews chain restaurants with very funny people. So, <laughs> and you know, I don't listen Such to it often. Such a funny premise. It's actually in my meh list. You know, I have a meh list. Uh-huh. I don't know why. I said so they're very, they're longer and like, yeah. I don't know. I It's just not something I listen to very often, but I was in the meh queue yeah and i saw our friend who we love mary holland and i was like okay i have to listen to everything mary holland has ever done then i noticed that this episode is called medieval times with <laughs> mary holland okay and i was like okay i am obsessed with the idea of medieval times you and are I was like, this is so perfect you actually I need- are anyway and it ended up being a big payoff okay <laughs> so um the, and this, I have to be honest, this might be the closest thing I ever get to going to medieval times because I've been like trying to convince people for years to go with me. And this My this bad. might be it. Yeah. You, I, can we tell about when you emailed Alan and I to ask to go to medieval times? Yeah. I, I emailed Eric and Alan and was like, will you go to medieval times with me? And they rarely say no to me. They didn't <laughs> say no right away. They had a lot of questions. Like they were like, the food's probably not good. And I was like, you guys. I feel like right away, like the first thing Alan responded with was, is that that place with the big turkey legs? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, <laughs> and that you was guys, kind of like our tone. You guys there, were like, yeah. how do you get there? I was like, I don't know. Details, details. Like, let's just go. We were like, how do you get there? Isn't that turkey legs? Don't I right. hate this idea? Yeah. <laughs> don't I hate people? Like, okay, never mind. You guys were not down. No, No sorry. one has ever been down. You are not alone. I, like, I no one. I seem like a really unsupportive friend. Like, I won't <gasps> listen to a song with you at the same time. I won't go to medieval times with you. The few things that are very important to me, you seem to drop the ball i'm really yeah. sorry but um <laughs> anyway we can listen to this clip it's about mary she worked at medieval times Ugh, when she was younger and then perfect. she still loves it as an adult which i think is a is proof that medieval times is a wonderful place and um her job was a she was a photo wench that's what they call her <laughs> Stop it. and um i just want to listen to her talking about how much she loved her job so my family would go to North Carolina, Holden Beach in North Carolina every summer. And Myrtle Beach is just a quick 45 minute drive mm, from there. Drive. And there is a Myrtle Beach medieval times. Wow. So I was like, we got to go. So that became a kind of, I tried to make it an annual thing, but nobody liked it. And I did. Um, but we went like two or three years in a row. And I was like, this is amazing. And then I went to college um, just outside Chicago. And one summer I was doing some, I was like getting some credits out of the way, doing summer school. And I, I re, you know, there's a medieval times in Schaumburg, Illinois, which was, it was 50 miles from where I went to college. So I was right. like, no problem. I'm going to apply. Wait, hold on. 50 miles? Yes. <laughs> One way. And I went there and I, it, I had no employment history. This mm. was, so I, I like went in and was like, are you hiring? And they're like, oh, I think the photography department is hiring and so i did i got a job it was my first ever job and i would drive 100 miles what was your title i was a photography winch (laughs) (laughs) you would drive 50 miles 100 miles round trip what'd you listen listen to the whole way (laughs) baby thanks for the prompt um i listened to look the the drive through rural illinois is quite beautiful and Mm -hmm. i i took these like sort of back roads i wasn't really on the freeway much 
and it was it was so picturesque. And I listened to the Lord of the Rings soundtrack, and then later <laughs> oh, I bought the original soundtrack Man, from Medieval that is Times. Beautiful, and I would listen to that. That is a beautiful story. I love that she like was loved the job so much that she listened to the music kind of like of the job. It'd be like like do you listen to podcast podcast on your way over here? Heck no, no. Yeah. Um, I just love it. Just reminded me like um, how cool it is to love your job I and be know. positive about your job. That's but, really sweet. But um, I I do want to know why anyone won't go with me because it does they they get you listen to the whole thing because they really talk about how much fun they yeah. have and how the food is actually not bad and well, probably for meat eaters though it sounded like they had, their favorite things were the vegetables the sides okay okay and um one of i mean they give a review section at the end and someone is actually like medieval times fucking nails it I'm serious <laughs> you get to eat with your hands hello <laughs> i eat with my hands at home generally <sighs> I'm you are sorry. just everything I say. I know. But they're I'm such a negative Nancy about so medieval times. The, at one point, someone is like, why don't they Disneyfy this? And I don't know what that means exactly. Uh, but Disney kind of does have a dinner show like That's this. That's right. Called the Hoop Dee Review. Have you ever been? <laughs> no, never. It's like a stagecoach. I feel show. like I've seen photos of it. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you have. Yeah. But I love the Hoop Dee Review. Really? Yes. And is, is the food kind of this way? It's, yeah, it's like, yeah, you sit at a table and you have like corn on the cob and it's like, um, they give you, like, I don't know, it's very fun. And actually, on Christmas Day, we, my whole family were flying to Disney World for <gasps> Christmas and Christmas Day, we're going to be at Hoopty Doo. So, no way. Yeah, I'm real, I, Justin does not know what he's about to receive. Surprise. But, you know, it's a really <laughs> fun dinner show. Um, and actually, I've Wait, been. Wait, so you're having Christmas dinner at Hoopty Doo? Mm-hmm. That's hysterical. Mm-hmm. Not medieval times, but so close. <laughs> but my only memory, I went to medieval times when I was little. Really? I was five, and we were at Disney World in Orlando. And my, but it, this was like before we knew Disney World very well. We were staying yeah. off the you know off the parks and yeah so we went to medieval times in orlando oh cool and all the only memory i have is okay i had gotten a princess hat at disney world that i would not take off i was like obsessed with, and it was perfect for medieval times yeah of course but they make you wear these crowns that are color-coded oh so that they know it's like, and you get your picture taken that's who you root for right. is like your green guy or whatever so at the end you go get your picture and they know based on what crown you're wearing in the photo so guess whose photo was lost because I was wearing my special <laughs> special princess hat. princess hat. Brian, I just remember there being a lot of yelling <laughs> and I don't remember any good memories of this. Just yelling about how, why did I have to do this? It screwed up everything. Where's the picture? Well, screaming, screaming, screaming. It's <laughs> oh, no. the only thing I remember. So someone needs to take me back and wash that away. I will wear the correct crown, I promise. <gasps> oh my gosh. I'm surprised you're not scarred for life on, med- my, on medieval times. I'm raring to go, to go back. I mean, it's been like 30 years. So. That's a long time. Um, have you ever been to a dinner show? That's so funny. I have been to a med- medieval times, I think, in college. You went without me. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, we were in different states at that point. Uh, okay. I'm really sorry. Um, if someone would have given me a Josh and around suggestion, I would have driven up to Gettysburg and we could have gone to medieval oh, times. man. Just didn't know what to think about. Um, yeah. Yeah. I went once in college, I think, with, like, my, um, with my coworkers. And... You loved it. I remember it being a little cheesy, a little silly. We loved silly. We do love silly, but this was like boy silly. You know okay, what I mean? Fine. Okay, I'm, no, g- I'm giving up. If I'm, you if, if you're you want me to go to, this, to medieval times with you, 
I will. Listen. If you want to just lay down the law and say it's happening, no, I will. I, I feel like I'll owe you something. Like we won't you, be even. Yeah, you will. I'll have to you do something terrible, something. like yeah. sexually. I don't. I. <laughs> I think here's what I think. If you will go to medieval times with me, please email Lauren Bissell at hotmail.com yeah. and I will go with the first person who emails me. Yeah. We're going. Yeah. I'll pay for you. Done. Yeah. That's I'm your prize. Sure, I'm sure you'll get someone. This will be fun. <laughs> um, well, best of luck. I really hope someone emails. Me too. Should we jump to the next clip? Yeah. Okay, so why'd you push that button is a podcast um, about our behavior on social media and like in technology use. Does that make sense? Yes. It like not only breaks down why we act so strangely online, like in social media and stuff, um, but also like the technology behind the results of that behavior. So like if you click something on Facebook, here's why, or like you know how websites track you or it that's that sounds even more too analytical than it actually is it's more fun than that i was about to say you did a good job like it's hard to explain it and you did a explain. good job explaining it but the title is perfect why'd you push that button yeah like we get it you yeah. know they did such a good job exactly. nailing that in one in a title and i think this episode is like a perfect example of the types of things that the, that they do because it's a fairly new podcast but um this episode is called why why do you like celebrity photos on instagram I think that's like a better explanation of the podcast. Because um, so the host, one of the hosts, Ashley Carmen, saw that her boyfriend liked a photo of a model in some like state of undress where her behind was on display. And she started like stressing out about it. Um, she wrote an article called Why Did My Boyfriend Like Emily Ratajowski's Butt on Instagram? Because <laughs> um, she works for um, The Verge. That's where she wrote it. And that's who produces the podcast. But... Um, the episode hears from Ashley's boyfriend as to why he liked the photo and then goes on to like talk about why we're even fed model butt pics in the first place. Um, in this clip, Ashley and Verge editorial director Helen Havlack are discussing how your Instagram explore tab is populated, which for you non-millennials, that Instagram explore tab is like when you click on the little search icon and then it's all that content that's posted by people you follow, people that you don't follow like it's not it's not the people you follow it's like people that they're suggesting you might like here is the clip uh he tweeted something like how look comparing explore tabs on instagram with people is like doing tarot card readings i feel like that is the thing i am very curious about like if you look in someone's explore tab is that just like the sum of everything we've just been talking about like that's pure algorithm the explore tab i think is pure algorithm and it's probably largely driven by this lookalike thing mm. where it's looking at the accounts you follow and then it's looking at people who follow those accounts also follow this other kind of content and these accounts and it's trying to encourage it's trying to suggest new accounts and new content to you that it thinks you would like so my guess is that may be more driven by this lookalike audience thing that's how is of people who tend to have similar behavior to you and who tend to follow the accounts you follow what else are they doing that you may find interesting so you got to look in Chris's explore well, that's tab what's funny and see how much I love butts. to think about the idea that Chris is like defined in Instagram's little user groups as like butt liker. Yeah. <laughs> like loves butts. <laughs> Who doesn't love butts? It's so true. They're just so great and they're just, you know, always always going to be back there. They're real they're real reliable that way. Um do you follow celebrities on Instagram? Um, I don't, I really don't like to, I, I don't really, either. really hate it. It's weird because just this morning I run the social media accounts for little Brown. So we follow a bunch of people I never followed yeah. and I'm can constantly weeding them away. And 
Today, Demi Lovato posted like a million po- pictures of her butt in a cop costume. It's like, the law don't listen or whatever. Ah! You know what I mean? And I was so disgusted. <laughs> I I unfollowed with gusto. I was like, no, like this. You, who took this picture? Like you love yourself oh too my much. Gosh. One would have been too much. There's too many. And then I go and see this. It was just funny. I don't, That's but hysterical. you don't either. No, I don't either. There are like a couple. I follow Mateo Lane on Instagram. Oh, yes. But, but I don't he is follow a person. Like, yes, totally. It's more so those photos. Like I photo like I, I follow like Noah Galvin. Galvison, what's his name? Noah Galvin. Um, like it's like yeah, it's like not famousy famous people, and really just a few. Like I feel like Twitter is more so where I will follow. Famous people that I think are funny or interesting, you know? Yeah. I And I follow podcasters. Yeah. Like, I, you just, I, I don't know. Like, I just won't follow anyone. Like, I don't, I don't follow, like, the Kardashians or, like, do, like I don't no, know. No, 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 not at all. But I have to say, I am probably on the Explore, like, feed more than I'm on my feed. Interesting. Yeah. Because what inspiring I. inspiring me to go and explore more because I don't good. do it very much. And what I really love are like um, cookie decorating videos. I know this about I've you. I've talked about this before, but um, I just love it. So if you look at my explore tab, it is all like. That's so funny. So it's right. It works. Puppies and cookie decorating and like cake decorating. <laughs> it's a mess. It's a real mess. Um, wait, what, what would be on your explore tab? Well, mine's like all books. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That's boring. No butts? Not boring. <laughs> I actually no, find it quite I exciting. Mean, I'm sorry. It's like my what favorite I mean thing. Like not salacious. No. I was looking for like a tawdry answer. Wait, would you care if Justin liked an Instagram fo- photo of a model butt? No, I would love that. We're, you we're you butt, would? We're supportive of butts in this yeah. family. Yeah. Would that bother you? No. If Alan... Would, we're very butt centric. If I yeah. liked a yeah. guy's butt, would, what would you... Do. You uh, might not like that. Depends on how how good the butt is. <laughs> so if it was a good butt, you'd be jealous. Mm, no. Okay. Well. Mm. Hmm. His eyes are like flaring right I now. I know. This I is a mix. These are mixed signals. Yeah. It's tough to say. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm gonna like <laughs> any butt, like all butts. I'll probably so I'd probably be fine with it to be honest. I do I love but I do you kind of said this before but I love how they're just like up there. Like no one can do anything about it. They're like right. behind you. They're like right. prancing around. <laughs> I love butts. Who doesn't? Oh my god. That's so funny. Um okay, in the beginning of this episode, they had clips of people talking about why they give celebrities like why they like celebrity photos on Instagram. And my favorite reason was this. I think you guys will like this. It's like going to a concert. The band's not going to notice if you don't cheer, but it still feels good. I like that. That really sums it up. It's very wise. Isn't that wise so nice? Words. I know yeah. those are wise. Those are kind of wise words. Yeah. And it makes sense. Like you want to follow the celebrities that you think should have a lot of followers. Cause you're like, I got you, man. Like yeah. you're the best, you know? Yeah. It, it reminds me of um, my favorite person on Twitter is Paula Pell, who is like a writer. She's been a writer on SNL forever and she wrote on 30 Rock and she was on 30 Rock like a little bit in a small role, but like she was Scott Adsick's wife rather. Um, She is just like a really funny comedian and I think she's the funniest person on Twitter and so I like followed her even though I don't follow a lot of people just to be like, yeah, man, you should have the most follows. This is going to make a difference. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You do. You feel like you have power. Yeah. Oh, so fun. Okay, anyway, go check out um, Why'd You Push That Button. Whoa. This one was Why Do You Like Celebrity Photos on Instagram. It's a really fun new pod from The Verge. Can I sneak in a quick 
note about yeah. this because yeah. at the very end they're like we're doing a special holiday and it's funny because I didn't, I hadn't seen this in the show notes yet. Mm-hmm. This was my day. That's so funny. I went on Instagram in the morning. Yeah. Unfollowed Demi Lovato. <laughs> then I listened to this episode and was like, oh my God, unfollow celebrities. Then they ask for prompts of when you pushed a button and you had a button horror story. Uh-huh. And they're like, please send us your button horror stories. Are you going to do the CSA email? I already did. Uh-huh. And then I went into show notes and saw that you had used this clip. It was, it's was it been a crazy day for Wait, me. That's so weird. Crazy day for Lauren. Yeah. Serendipitous. So I'm crossing my fingers that, I mean, email them and be like, use Lauren's story. Yeah, I will. It's called button at verge.com or something. Um, I also want to say because I didn't mention the other host's name in this because this was like Ashley Carmen's story. The other host is Caitlin Tiffany. And they're both great. They're both equally great. They really we are. We didn't give enough credit to Caitlin. I know. I, she was that's great. why I felt bad about it. Yeah. Um, okay. Should we get into our segments? Yeah. Let's start with Jingle Jangle, which of course is our segment where we play something musical on a podcast, be it a song or a fun intro. Um this is a good one. You haven't listened to this yet, right? No, I haven't. Okay, so Sound Show is a fairly new podcast about the things that we hear and sort of how we hear them, which is vague, but here's some of the episode topics. Um, they talked about like iconic film sounds. Do you know that VHS sound when you would like start up a VHS and it's like... Yeah. I thought that was just natural. Forgot about that. I know. So they talked about sort of the history behind that and like, wh- like who created it and um, the idea of like a a patented or like iconic sound is really interesting. Anyway, um, it's like a logo, but for sounds, uh, they talk about auditory illusions, like optical illusions, which is really a good one. Um, the, and the sounds a human body makes when it dies. (gasps) Spooky. I've never heard of this. Yeah. It's really good. I'm so excited. It's good. It's really good. Um, so this episode is all about, um, the wake in the wild, the wake of the wild success of Hamilton, and what hip hop and theater will be in the future. That's very interesting. It is, even if you don't like Hamilton, it's very interesting. Which someone, one of the two of us, does not like Hamilton. Um, but it's hip hop and theater have been around for a while. Like that's that's not a new thing. But the success of Hamilton, I think, has opened the door for more of that. So this is sort of exploring like what what does that look like? Um, so there's this actor and rapper Raphael Casal who once had a casting director jokingly suggest that he should do like a rap workshop because she had seen so many actors auditioning for Hamilton who were just not good at rapping. And from that idea, he and David Diggs, who won a Tony for his role in Hamilton, um, decided to create this hip-hop musical workshop called Hashtag Bars. They bring like singers, poets, rappers, actors, and playwrights together to create the future of theater that's influenced by hip hop. That's so cool. It's amazing. It's these young people that are so talented. The participants are selected by Deaf Poetry Jam vets, theater directors, producers, and actors. So here's some short clips of workshop participants rapping hip hop retellings of classic books, which was sort of the exercise for this workshop. Um, plus, host of the podcast, Tolo Ejionwe, talking about what hashtag bars is all about. So let's get the etiquette evident now that I said it, I bet you will have to agree. What's about to happen is only one tap in the rap and theatrical music medley. Doing it all in one take. So much at stake. There'll be some mistakes, we'll see. We in the building, they about to be killing it. We gotta give them more mad energy. It's all the product of bars, a post-Hamilton theater workshop centered around hip-hop. The entire video clocks in at almost 38 minutes 
and is the culmination of just seven weeks of workshopping by the young artists that fill the room. There are singers, poets, rappers, actors, playwrights, handpicked by Deaf Poetry Jam vets, theater directors, and Broadway actors. In short, they have skills. And they're using them to try and change the landscape of contemporary theater. So cool, right? I'm impressed. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 really incredible. And you should listen to the whole episode. Again, it's um, Sound Show Episode 1, What Comes After Hamilton. Because um, they give a little bit more of like the clips and stuff and talk about... Um, what specific what specific type of verse that Lin-Manuel Miranda uses and how that's like a theme in storytelling and how um, Stephen Sondheim, a prolific musical theater composer, has also used that same type of rap verse before. Yeah, I mean, I know it's been around forever, but it does feel like this is like a time a yeah, where we'll look back and be like, this is this changed music forever. Yeah, totally. Very cool. I'm yeah, totally. I know you um, hate Hamilton, but are you open to other hip hop theater? You know, I mean, I think this is really cool. I'm very impressed. But if I'm going to listen to hip hop, I'm not going to, I don't, you know, like. Well, actually, I'm that's either gonna, I like theater music sometimes. Uh-huh. So I listen to either like theater music, like uh, South Pacific. Yep. Or you Oklahoma. Yeah. Or like real hip hop. I probably won't go in the middle. That's funny. I'm, I'm stubborn. So the, the host of the episode, Tolo, was saying like, she was looking at watching Hamilton and being like, this is great. And then she was watching Kendrick Lamar on, I think the Grammys or something. He's like a rapper, right? Yes. <laughs> I'm so out of it. Um, and saying like, this is like rap. This is like real, like authentic hip hop. And why can't that be in Hamilton? Like Hamilton is sort of like the soft mm-hmm. mixture of like, yeah, maybe we're getting music. there. Yeah. So th- why not? I, exactly. And I think that's what she's saying. That's a is, good point. To your point, why can't, the rap music that you That's love a very good point. be on stage to, to tell stories, yeah. you know? Hamilton, you come back to me when your raps are better than Kendrick's raps. But then I will listen to you. I think that we need shows like You're In the Heights totally and right. like Hamilton to transition us there, you know? Right. I'll just sit back and wait. It's happening. Yeah, perfect. It's happening. Yeah. Okay. I love it. This Yay. changed me. <gasps> Thank you. Do you have a small appreciation for what Hamilton might open the door for in the I future? I do. No? I absolutely do. <sighs> I just... I love it. Okay. No, and I know you don't actually hate Hamilton. Just like, it's like a fun thing to hate. And also Casey Wilson hates it. I kind of hate it. <laughs> I stand corrected. I mean, I haven't seen... Well, that's another... For it another is. day. <laughs> it's like Listen bringing to episodes around here. 1 through 36 and you will get a taste of my feelings of Hamilton. There you go. We talk about it a lot. Perfect. Should we jump to our no comment? Yes. So this is the segment where we play a clip without comment. I'm going to like set you up. Okay. Play the clip. Yeah. And then shut my trap. Love it. Uh, this is from Atlandia, which I got Atlandia because you gave it to me as a podcast challenge. Ah, Thank you. And ah. I love it. They're so smart. These ladies are like super smart. Genius. Um, it's a bi-weekly podcast focused on the signals and the noise of advertising in the marketing industry. And in this epi called Golden Age of Audio, Laura and Alexa talk with audio veteran and Panoply's chief content officer, Andy Bowers, about the rise of podcasting, experimenting with subscription models, and his thoughts on how tech unlocks the key to audio scale. 
And the part that I want to play for you, they're discussing audio advertising, which is very important to our podcast, mm. as you know. Um, so like when brands like Squarespace give podcasters copy for their ads and whether or not those ads are effective or whether they fit into the podcast's audience or narrative, take a listen. Well, I do think that those sorts of ads that are just read off a piece of copy are not as engaging. They don't work as well as the improvised direct response ads that uh, people in podcasting do so well. So I do think that will start to have fatigue set in for listeners. And there may be more impetus for people to subscribe to ad-free versions if they're available of podcasting. But there isn't a really good solution now uh, for how to get podcasts without ads. I mean, there is no one universal solution. There are individual ones. Slate, of course, has Slate Plus, yeah. where you can get the podcast without ads and bonus content. Um, Mark Marin has something. But each of these is for an individual network or even an individual podcast. And I think it's going to be hard to scale that because smaller podcasts, less popular podcasts are not really going to be able to jump on that bandwagon. Patreon is one other possibility for that, but it's hard. Yeah. And I do think you're right that for the live read model, we have to protect what makes that work, right. which is clever, improvised content that is contextually relevant to the podcast itself. Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> you can say it no. later. Okay, great. Um, are we ready for segment segment? Yes. Segment segment is the segment where we talk about something we're enjoying. It can't be a podcast because we have other interests in life. Yeah. And we already talk enough about podcasts. Yeah. I mean, uh, not enough, but a <laughs> lot. There's no such thing as enough. Do you want to go first? I feel like I'm always jumping in. Okay, sure. Um, uh, okay. It's just coats. <laughs> yeah. It's getting a little chillier. It is. And I hate the summer, so like I love that it's getting a little chillier. Uh -huh. And um, I have a zillion really cool coats. And like <laughs> I have been like running around my apartment in these coats and like rolling around in them because I love them so much. And I, it's cruel to give me these cool, beautiful jackets and have it be hot outside where I cannot wear them. <laughs> and now I can wear them. Every day. You do have cool coats. Yeah. They, I look cool as fuck in these coats. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and also it's just, it's a sign that it's getting chilly and spooky outside. Yeah. And like also pocket surprise, you put your hands in those pockets that you haven't, of the jackets you haven't worn, you get a few surprises. I, money. Cha-ching. Uh, lip glosses. Yep. Um, jewelry. Yep. Ticket stubs to remind you of good times. Uh-huh. Um, a button with your, Eric Emsch's face on it, which was a <laughs> True. fun surprise. Um, and also another thing that I don't think men appreciate, if girls are wearing a dress without pockets, what do you do with your goddamn hands? Like yeah. flail them all over the place? Yeah. I mean, I love having a jacket where I can just like put my hands in, put my keys somewhere. Yep. It's so nice. Um, I love looking at other people's jackets and coats. Um, and also, I must say, Forever 21, every year, they have like coat palooza, okay, <laughs> around this time of year. And they're like $12. Almost all of my coats are from Forever 21. I get so many compliments. I The Forever 21 coats go right now. Stop what you're doing. I'll wait. Eric, how many, like, how many coats did you buy? Uh, 16. Do you oh like this God. one? <laughs> oh, my God. This looks so stunning on you. It's good, right? It's slimming. It's yeah. beautiful. I didn't know orange was it's my color. Beautiful. Oh, my gosh. Oh, thanks, um, Jay Wood. So, 
Oh, sorry. I love coat season. That's mine. I love it. Yeah. Good one. What's yours? Um, mine is um, taco bars at <laughs> weddings. Oh, good one. Wow. Is that a thing? That's not a thing. Okay. Oh, it you sounds guys, like it's a thing. I went to the most incredible weekend wedding last weekend. Um, it was our very good friends who got married upstate and it was gorgeous and wonderful and the ceremony was so personal. Blah, 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 blah. Great. Whatever. <laughs> um, at the cocktail hour... First of all, wow, this is like before. Us. This isn't at like midnight. This is like correct. Genius. They fed us so much. We had already had a barbecue the night before that was so lovely. We get to the cocktail hour, and there's a pasta bar, a raw bar, a carving station, wow. past hors d'oeuvres, a charcuterie like station with they, like meats and cheeses. Wait, and, Did they roll in Ponderosa? What? What? Ponderosa? What did you just ask? Do you remember Ponderosa? Ponderosa? Like the steakhouse? It was, it was like a buffet. buffet. Oh, did they? Oh, did they roll it in? Yeah. No, I wish. Oh, it sounds no, like I it. don't wish. This Actually, you probably better. don't wish. This that. is way better. Yeah. Um, and most importantly, they had a taco bar. Oh my with gosh. With everything, they had like radishes. They had cilantro. Question: they, Protein, for, protein options for vegetarians. Oh, go. uh, beans mostly, but okay. I, it didn't matter because everything was so good. Authentic. Oh, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. There wasn't like fake, right. fake stuff. Right. Y'all. I could have sat at that taco bar all night. Oh my gosh. Eventually there was also like a multi-course meal that was like delicious right. inside, but Eventually they were like we have to go get married, Eric, please Wait, leave. Wait, there the was taco food bar. out. Okay, so that was just the cocktail hour that I just described. Then there was a five-course meal inside. Oh this is interesting because I feel like those taco bar things are so cool or like rolling out a food truck at the end or like we had at our wedding a bunch of food like that I didn't even know happened cuz you they they yeah. bring it out at like one in the morning. We missed yeah. all the when dessert like and the snacks, and doesn't Ugh. feel like eating. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like I didn't even know what was going on. Like it's wise to have these things at the beginning when people are like down and like they can hungry. Enjoy it and yeah. Get it. yeah. So taco bars at weddings. It was Ugh. it was so good. I've been thinking about wow. it. That's amazing. I know. We're giving uh, Josh a lot to Josh around with this week. No, he's only allowed to Josh around oh. about Ooh, that Disneyland. Disneyland or World? Disney World is twice the size of Manhattan. World. Yes. And cemeteries. Yeah. Okay, fine. That's That's it. a lot to think about. Sure. So. It's enough. DJ J. Wu, what's your segment segment? So actually, it's funny. Lauren stole my, I was going to say outerwear because I love, yep. like fall is like amazing. And I'm like, finally. So I'm going to say layering. Yeah. I so I like it. being able to layer stuff. So like, you know, I, I packed, yeah, I just like wore like a top to the gym this morning and then I could but it's also like nice enough and warm enough to like wear underneath a like a nicer looking coat yeah I'm walking to work and it's cool like that so yeah that's my shit I love that that's your shit because Justin and I love clothes and yeah, I love and we were in Philly this weekend and we went into a, clo- a clothing store and I love that like I don't have to be like oh no am I dragging my husband into this clothing <laughs> store like immediately I didn't even know where he was yeah. he was like looking on his own like and I was like <laughs> This is great. We can like go to clothing you stores both together. Love it. Yeah, yeah. It's, well, like it's one of the only things we have in common. So important, though. <laughs> Very important. Yeah. The well, core of any happy marriage of any is, yes is your mutual adoration for exactly. textiles. Uh, yes. Uh, it's funny that all three of us had a segment segment about outerwear or tacos. Oh, huh. I mean, yeah. Yeah, you can I wear was taco. trying to. Tacos are so wearable. Yeah, it's yeah. so true. It's kind. Of, it's all comes back to tacos. Given how messy I am and how much guacamole I stuffed in that thing, there I sure you was did it. wearing <laughs> it. You, you do it. You you tied it all together. Yay! That's what you do best. 
And speaking of tying it all together, thanks oh. for another episode of Podcast Bravo. Podcast. <laughs> thanks for listening. We love if you're still listening right now, I literally love you. Please email Lauren Purcell at hotmail.com. <laughs> I will go to Medieval Times with you. Thank you, Kara. Thank you, Kara, our editor. Email us at loveyourpodcast at gmail.com if you have thoughts, feelings, or a podcast you want us to listen to. Yeah, or the Hotmail account will also get you there. No, don't email the Hotmail account. Just about that nonsense about winning something from my house or going to whatever medieval times. Or you can tweet at us at loveyourpodcast. Yep. You guys are the greatest. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.